Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Connection Week, episode 251. I am so nervous because I only have a cue of about a week. Actually, right now I have only have a queue of one episode where if I don't upload additional episodes, I will miss my commitment of giving you every single workday a new Executive Presence Morsels episode. I don't think I'm going to drop the ball. I'm going to upload a whole bunch um, after this to get us to my final yearly commitment, but usually I have a week to several weeks in advance. Um, as we wrap up, these last few weeks of Executive Presence Morsels and shift into my new podcast, Diversity Bites, which I'll share more with you in the next few episodes, and I have been sharing about it already. Um, I want to go back to one of my favorite topics, which is connection, right? I'm the connection counselor, so connection is what I love to talk about, and all the leadership concepts I teach and talk about have a fundamental, uh, universal, underlying principle of connection, right? Because if you don't connect to people, if you don't connect to yourself, nothing changes. There's no power. There's no movement. So just love the concept of connection. And I'm going to share with you some concepts that I went over uh, in a uh, communication workshop called the Art of Communication that I recently taught um, and was uh, hired by uh, Kinjal Thickle um, of the LK uh company, LK, they make um, software and they do, um, uh, her team does data migration of, of uh, healthcare data. Uh, and she had a really great team. We trained um, people in New Jersey, as well as India virtually. And the topic was the art of communication, right? How do you communicate really well? And this happens a lot. I've noticed that, you know, there may be people who are, uh, and I include lawyers in this bunch. I include doctors. I include software engineers. Um, any sort of professional who's like highly technical, highly trained, often they've spent so much time with their heads in the books that they kind of miss out on some of the relational skills or don't even value or um, think about the relational skills at all, right? It's like just the facts, just the data, um, just the concepts, just the law, and nothing else matters. Everyone should just agree or be on board because what I said is brilliant, what I said is right. So one of the first concepts that I want to share uh, is a misconception about communication and how it actually works and how it will work for you. Not how it should work, but how it actually works. And what I shared with uh, the team at LK was that the best communicators assume, and insert your percentage here, what percent responsibility for the communication and making sure the communication is understood, right? And I gave them some options. 50%, right? Typical answer. 51% if you're, you know, good person and you want to do a little bit more. 80% if you're super duper generous and you're like, yeah, I'm going to make this happen. Or 100% responsibility, right? So all of those answers I think are pretty reasonable and we had a pretty good distribution. And I think maybe more people were in like the 51 or 80%. Um, at least in that sort of non-scientific survey <laughs> I did of the team. Um, but what I tried to communicate, and it became a theme throughout the course 
uh, or throughout the workshop is that the best communicators actually assume 100% responsibility for the communication. And the reason why I share this is because there's a misconception about connection and communication is that you only have part of the responsibility and it's up to the other person to also participate and meet you halfway. And although obviously the other person, you know, has to be there and, and has to be listening, um, when we're just talking about people who, okay, you're actually both trying to communicate, when you assume 100% responsibility for making sure that communication lands and is understood, you will be much more effective because you will go away from behaviors like, well, why don't they understand? I said it the right way, or I said it more than once. They should understand by now. Oh, they're just stupid. They don't understand. Um, you know, they're not savvy enough. They're not paying attention, right? And in a lot of situations, it's actually none of those things, right? It could just be a certain way you're phrasing something. It could be that they're thinking about it from a slightly different perspective, and you just need to calibrate first and get on the same page before. However, when you just say, I've done my part, and it's clear that they don't understand, and you refuse to do any more because you're at 50% or 51%, the chances of anything changing in terms of connection or communication are like 0%, right? Because they don't understand, uh, and you can't necessarily rely on them to pick it up and say, I don't understand. Hopefully they do, right? That'd be great if they were a great communicator too. But what I always like to teach is you can't control anyone else and your expectations of other people don't control how they're going to interact, you know, with you necessarily in that single engagement. Just because you want them to ask if they don't understand doesn't mean that they will. The thing that you do have 100% control over is your ability to react to the situation, which is it's clear by the look on their face, it's clear by the words that are coming out of their mouth that they don't understand and you're not connecting you're not communicating in the way that you want to in order to get things done. So just wanted to share that um, with you, that it's a common misconception that connection, that communication, you're only responsible for 50%. The best communicators assume 100% responsibility for making that connection, for the communication landing and being understood the way it's meant to be understood. So what I would love for you to do today is think about situations where you just can't connect with someone, right? You're just not seeing eye to eye. And take a good hard look at your response and your behavior once you realize that things aren't going to happen. Do you go into it? Do you shift into something different? Or do you just throw your hands up or run away? Or do you keep on doing the same thing over and over and over again that's not landing and not working but you refuse to change because you're like, surely they should understand. Maybe if I just say it 500 more times, it'll get through their head. Mm, okay, maybe there's certain situations where that works, but I don't think it's the most effective, quick, and certainly not the most gracious or graceful way to communicate with other human beings, with your peers, with your professionals, or anyone um, that you care about, um, certainly not with family members or loved ones. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel 
that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. Quick promo. Can't wait to share Diversity Bites with you, my new uh, leadership podcast, video podcast coming out um, in just a short while after I wrap up uh, my year's worth of Executive Presence Morsels, which will be happening in early July. Hope you'll stay tuned. Thank you. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. You've been preparing for this your entire life. Your blood, sweat, and tears have truly paid off and brought you to this moment. You are highly skilled, highly recommended, and highly motivated. You step into the arena, and suddenly... Oh, come on. Not this again. Ever show up someplace you're supposed to be, deserve to be, ready to excel, only to be met by a person who is surprised you're you and not someone else? Most leadership training for underrepresented professionals doesn't address the unique context of being in an environment where your advancement is still considered an anomaly. The Thrive Guide is designed to deliver strategies to address your unique challenges, such as overcoming negative preconceptions, how to get the best opportunities, dealing with disrespectful behavior, and more. By the end of this course, you'll have a guide to thrive, not just in some promise tomorrow, but wherever you choose to be today. Let's get thriving. Welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels. It's Tuesday, it's Connection Week, and we're going to talk about three detours in the next three days um, that really uh, take you away from connection. Um, and this is a part of a series for uh, communications training that I recently gave um, to LK, which is a software company. Um, and worked with uh, one of their technical teams in terms of improving communication and had so much fun. So thanks so much to Kindle uh, and the leadership team of LK for inviting me to come uh, and train their people. And you know, hopefully we'll get a chance to meet in person uh, sometime because uh, we we're only able to do that um, virtually. So um, today we're gonna talk about detour number one, which I shared with them, which is the concept of interruption and how interrupting people Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel. So.